0: Sons, I'm
1: You know, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Axons Unleashed. I've got a couple of absolute cracking guests with me today. We've got Anthony and we've got Cody from MacForce Australia. Fellas, welcome to Axons Unleashed. I can't wait for you to basically get going and let us know how much awesome stuff you're doing. If you're a veteran right now and you're trying to find a job, if you're thinking about separating and you're not wondering what's what's next, make sure you listen to this episode because these fellas here have got so much awesome news to sort of uh, pass on. Uh, Anthony and Cody, welcome. How are you, fellas?
0: Good. How you going? Thanks a lot, Robbie. We are wrapped to be here and share as much information as we can, mate. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Dialing in from
1: WA. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, mate. Um, we were just sort of talk, talking over there that certainly the uh, you know the, the borders have started to come up now, and, and you know the trades more open for WA. So I know that that's really sort of uh, helped your business along the way, um, Anthony. I'm not going to try and uh, recall exactly what it is you said you do because you obviously say it far, <laughs> far far better than I. But mate, tell me what is what is was Max Australia all about?
0: Yeah, mate. We're, so we're an employment company in the mining and construction industry. You know, around infrastructure all those types of trades. Um, we we do a fair bit in Queensland. We're WA-based. We're reaching out and doing work all over Australia. So we're really uh, passionate about providing uh, as much information as we can to the individual, whether they work for us or not. It's all about giving them the tools to sort of get into the industry. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, we're passionate about veteran employment Closing that gap, giving them the tools to to get into a you know really lucrative um, industry, and sort of provide that foundation for that holistic approach to life. You know, you guys do so much great space in in putting roofs overheads and yep. things like that and budgeting and stuff mm. like that. So we're, we're, we, uh, yeah, we know a fair bit about what's going on in regards to where the work is and how to get into
1: it. It's funny, um, let's rewind how you and I first met. It was a better part of 18 months ago. You and I are part of a sort of larger, as business owners, um, a business mentoring and coaching, you know, firm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a property coach, you're, you know, pretty much a employment coach, I suppose, but we're, we're getting coaching on how how to, be, how to be better in business. And we I, come, I don't go down there to meet uh, people that operate in the veteran space, you know, because it's a pretty small space to operate in, quite frankly. But then when you're talking about exactly what you just said, then I'm like, holy shit, we should jump on and do a buddy podcast. And then COVID happened and lockdowns and, you know, here we are. So um, I can't wait That's to dear. sort of share that. It's funny when you just have... We probably had 10 beers in two hours, let's not bloody joke about it, but when, when, you, when you have a few beers with someone and you, know, you can really start to get an understanding about who they are, it was great to see your passion for this work, mate, and, and you're absolutely right, you and I got a le- a levels of passion that can, you know, can be matched by uh, not many, but mate, I'm, um, Cody, I'm looking forward to seeing how you can sort of bring us into the conversation as well, mate, so uh, how did you come across this rooster sitting here next to your boss?
2: Yeah, so I actually went to school um, with Anthony's daughter, primary school and then high school and been great family friends with them for a long awesome, time. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. That, that helps. <laughs> yeah, that definitely helps.
1: So when did you, tell, tell us a little bit, so um, you obviously grew up back around there. What, why did you join the military and what did you do?
2: Oh, join the military, I can't really pinpoint exact reason. I kind of remember growing up and playing cowboys and Indians and stuff like that and just always had it in the back of my mind that it would be a fun job. Which it definitely was. Um so I kind of joined straight out of high school when I was seventeen and um yeah, loved it. Loved it. Loved it what it what year it.
1: was that, bud, out of interest? Uh two
2: thousand fourteen. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, February two thousand fourteen was when I joined.
1: Got it. That was about three months, four or five months after I got out. <laughs> I got yeah, out in right. August, August that two thousand thirteen. So what was your what was the was the cowboys and Indians game that you were playing? Um did you go to the Army, Navy or Air Force? I should have asked you that up front.
2: Uh, yeah no, so I was army um, infantry and spent my time at 3 RAR up in Townsville.
1: Oh good man, there you go. I used to jump with a battery when it was down in one brigade in uh, 3 RAR. I've got a very soft spot for Old Faithful myself, mate. So uh, yeah, yeah right. that's good. Townsville um, Townsville's a good good place to live as well. Hey, I did I did four four years up there. How, how did you enjoy it up there?
2: Yeah, I love Townsville. You know, um, as you can imagine, going out to Crystal Creek and all the waterfalls and stuff like that on your days off was great. Yeah, it's um, awesome.
1: Yeah, Cairns a couple of hours up the road, Early Beach a couple of hours down Airlie the road. Beach the other way, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's really good. we have
2: all had weekends in Early Beach, yeah. So, um,
1: I can just tell by your, your, um, you know, the way you're speaking about the military that you that you really enjoyed it. How long did you, did you end up doing?
2: Yeah, so I spent five years um, in the military, and then in my last year, had a deployment uh, to Afghanistan. Yep. And then after that, I pretty much parted ways. So,
1: was that just one of those things? Just sort of went over there, um, Anthony. As they say, when when you get to go and do things for real, that's that's when you play first. You know, welcome the first grade fellas, as as the saying goes. Did you just sort of feel, Cody, that you would you know done, done your job to the highest level, tick that box, and then maybe wanted to go do something else?
2: Yeah, I was looking for some other challenges. I didn't um, have any interest in spending you know another three or four years waiting for another trip. So, yeah. Uh, pretty happy with it. I had a great experience, but yeah, was ready for something else.
1: Yeah, good. And what was it, you know, plenty of other people will be listening right now that have done three, four, five years. They're like, all right, you know, maybe I'm not going to do 10, 24 years like I did. And it's certainly everyone can, can can spend their own time in the military. What was it like when you got out? What was it like when you got out and you you knew that you, were, you weren't going to wear a uniform anymore and those sort of, you know, because you, you join the military and you get your head shaved and they break you down and then build you back up again, don't they, mate? It's sort of what the, what the military needs. But when you're able to let go of that, and that's why I've called this podcast Axons Unleashed, when you can unleash yourself from all the great things that the military brings, there's a lot of shit that you need to, be able to carry around with you as well, but you can just get rid of that. What's it like being a civvy now, mate?
2: Oh, I thoroughly enjoy being a civvy, um, to be honest, you know, being able to plan holidays and go do what you want, when you want, and all that freedom that comes with it. It is, it's really good. But, um, you know, sometimes you miss the boys and you miss the lifestyle, but no, I really like being a civvy these days.
1: Gold, no bright mate. Welcome to the real world, buddy. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's fantastic to see, you know, someone else which is really enjoying, um, you know, being a civvy. Anthony, when did you start? When did, how did you become such a great business owner? When did you think you were going to sort of get in, get into this uh, you know space where you grab all of your chips in life, mate, and go all in and go right, oh let, let's let's start this.
0: Yeah, I guess I'd done a wide range of things. I'd been a cray fisherman for ten years. I'd sort of worked in the you know domestic industry, played with concrete. Worked underground, run big projects and that, and I I wanted to do something for myself. Uh, That's a really egotistical view, but uh, it's true. I I didn't want to just keep working for the man. That that Mm. was the guts of it. Um, And and then, you know, sort of uh, because I'd run big projects and dealt with lots of people, I was more of a people person, I guess. Um, And you know, could see the need that for good quality people, every job needs. It needs two things. It needs equipment and people, I've, I've always said. And yep. no, I don't want to mess around with broken down equipment or, or that space. So certainly helping people and a bit of an empath and the, the amazing team that we've been able to form is, is real. You know, we are all empaths. And we we give a shit about people. Yep. And, and, and you know, the guys that we put out there, the men and women that we put out there, you know, they really enjoy working with us. And Cody was one of those, I just going back to when he did um did leave the forces I remember him sort of floating around a little bit and he was he was going, what do you reckon about this job? What do you reckon about that job? And none of them fitted, to be honest, bro. I, just, I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, really? You're going to? Okay, cool. I'll support you in that one. And um, I remember him just saying to me, what my gut is actually saying is I just want to help people. I just... yeah. And now he's in that type of role when he's going to flourish more and more. He, he didn't know what it was. He wanted to go off and study around, you know, counselling, mental health. And you remember, you know, some of those days because he saw that gap and some of the challenges, you know and ironically you know as we know we're a bit old robbie sometimes you just got to wait for those things to come along and it's only a couple of years later and and that's happening he's jumping on the phone and giving leading edge industry advice to people who are out which is cool
1: yes so. phenomenal mate we have that empath as well like the level of care i i, I ask all of our uh, people that wear an axon shirt to just take care of you know our clients um you know Anthony. You'd be aware of this as a business owner. Over the last two years, seventy percent of all of our business has either been through direct referral or repeat. And when you're building houses that take eighteen months, and you're building, and then they cost six or seven hundred thousand dollars, it's a little bit rocky road these days. You know, in the building industry, the fact that people want to do it again or tell their friends about it, based on the level of care that they received from us, and no doubt the people that you know you're caring about as well, it's a real it's a it's a really powerful quality of a, of a business ethos and fabric to have, mate, isn't it? And that you're not on every single one of those calls, but to get everyone else to believe in your vision and believe in who you are and what you stand for, to have that care come through on the call is only going to make, you know, mac Force stand out even more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You nailed it on the head. I mean, I think in America it's, 80% of people who are employed are literally completely disengaged to the company that they're working for. So you flip that around and you get people who are fully engaged. That's where the gold is, isn't it? But Mate. no, you, you hit it on the head. It's really exciting when people are sort of uh, not not buy into it, but they're doing it for belief. their own reasons, you yeah. know? Yeah, they believe in it and, and they want to rock up with purpose. We all want purpose, don't we, to yeah. rock up and, you know, to be disengaged, life's too precious, mate. Life's is. too good to to to, to yeah. not do what you want to do and feel be fulfilled as as you're at work. You yeah, know? So, and it ain't it ain't no, a dress,
1: dress rehearsal, you know. Cody, you and I both know that life can be taken away from 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 us very very easily, very quickly. Uh, so yes, yeah, so mate, bloody, uh, I've, got, I've got I've only got one tattoo on my back. I'm not one of these guys that's got bloody um, you know ink ink all over me. Uh, but, yeah, it's got carpe diem sitting across my back. It sees the day. So, yeah, get into ah. it. Love it. Um, Anthony, when did you start to sort of incorporate helping veterans in the summer, what MAC Force is all about as well? Because, sure, you can just go find a bunch of – People that haven't got a military background, and to absolutely go and find them, find them um, services that your that your business provide. But as you and I connected, like there's a certain type of personality, there are certain skills, there are attributes that a veteran brings into your world, which you just find so easy to be able to find jobs for.
0: Yeah, like I'm no expert in this. I haven't done a HR degree, didn't do a diploma. I just you know I've done none like, of that shit bashing. either,
1: mate. I've just been living <laughs> life. I've done my I've done my MBA yeah. on the fly.
0: <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, you just bash and, you just bash and crash. And then the more I learn, you know, information's information's everything, isn't it? You yeah. know, you start to learn. For me it was a no-brainer. Um, whoever's served and done the amazing things and um, served our country and been, um, you know, the work ethic and like you say, the thinking on your feet, troubleshooting and all that, as an employer over there, in, you know, from where I came from, that's the exact type of person that you want rocking up, saying as yeah. it is, being punctual, you know. What want to grow a career and i saw that and i saw that in cody so mm. for me it's actually a no-brainer and then i started to learn about some of the challenges that people are having as as they do get out and it's like you know there's this industry over here that could and it's on your doorstep it's on everyone's doorstep if they want to get out and go and work in south australia well there's infrastructure projects and there's mines out there or there's major construction if it's towns if you want to hang around there it doesn't matter where you are in australia we're in this massive skill shortage, like none of us have ever seen. So it's actually a really good platform to build the life that you want when you get out. You just need that information. So, and I love it yeah. that
1: you said. I learned something about you, and this is why I haven't got. We don't. We don't have a run sheet, and we're just doing this all on the fly. Agreed. <laughs> you said you've been around concrete and you've done some underground work. You've done a whole like you've been on the tools, mate, as a younger bloke. And now, as you rightly say, you and I are starting to sort of uh, age age gracefully. I turned 50 later this year. I know you don't believe me, but I do. Um, (laughs) But when you've got a perspective like we have and that you know what it takes to be a good worker and like when when you're, you know, Cody's age and you... You just want to move forward and you want to turn up and you want to perform and you want to impress your boss and you want to go up the corporate ladder or private ladder like you and i've been there and done that before so it's i'm i'm really really impressed to know that you can now bring some of those life experiences and context into providing an environment where people can come and benefit from MacForce.
0: yeah thanks a lot mate yeah there's, it's not rocket science hey um employment hasn't changed in this country forever but bosses just want they don't want a dickhead they want someone <laughs> to rock up you just don't want to work with a dickhead, let's yeah, face it. So, yeah. And you just want the guy to rock up. You want him to be straight down the line, open and honest. And then skills can be taught. That's, um, you know, I hear a lot of employers um, just go, oh, I just want someone who's, good, you know, straight up and honest and a good bloke, and then we can build those skills from there. So that's a beautiful thing about people coming out. There's heaps of skills and, that are really transferable into the different industries coming out of the forces, but then, just, there's such a beautiful framework of a person there to build on and and add the skills, do on the job training, mature age apprenticeships, you know, you know, pinpoint sections of training to, to get them to that next stage. But it's not a lot. It's not like two or three months of training. It's just, it's just having that uh, information. So you can go, Hey, just do that and that. And that's all you need, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of myths, isn't there? There's a lot of, there's a lot of bullshit in our, you know, it, You know, oh, no, it's like this, mate. No, you know, no, it used to be like this. Well, it's not like that.
1: I've spoken to a bunch of people that have got out that have gone into the sort of resource and mining sector, and and this is only an observation, and I'm sure you're going to tell me it's not the case, but I'm sure it helps as well. It's not. What you know, it's who you know. It's almost like you need to know someone in the industry that can put a good word in for you to get you a bit of a job. I mean, might be a good little segue. How does the mechanics of what you do actually help someone? So, say we say we got someone listening to this podcast right now, and they know they're getting out early next year, and they're like, "Oh fuck, yeah. it, I wouldn't mind going to you know maybe work in the resource and mining sector and take some of my transferable skills." Just sort of try and walk me through, gentlemen, both of you. How, how does that actually work? What what
0: actually happens? Yep. Do you want to have a crack at that? Uh,
2: Yeah, so (laughs) the first thing I would say is definitely you don't need to know someone because the skills shortage in Australia at the moment is just like everyone's suffering. So there's so many opportunities out there. you just got to be willing to put in the work. That's good to hear. Um, For the ADF, I would would highly recommend um, everyone read up on transition leave. So going through your chain of command and applying for that. Which means interviews, you know, work placements, all that style, uh, style of training that you can do to prepare yourself before joining the workforce. Um, and there's up to five thousand dollars in alloc- uh, allocated funding that any ADF member can um, tap into. Yep. So that's probably a first great step. And then, yeah. Do they, do they still call that
1: to... Cody Career Transition Assistance Scheme CTAS? Is that what you remember it to be?
2: Uh, yeah, something, I was, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's changed, but yeah. So. There's, and there's heaps of um, resources out there, you know. There's right management who help with writing up resumes and placements and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, and then just other
0: major companies, if you reach out to them, everyone's looking, so. Sure. Yeah, I guess I guess what he's alluding to is do the work while you're still there, not as you get out and, yep. you know, it might take you two or three months to, you know, you, if, you, if you are thinking about leaving, that's a great time to start opening up that conversation. There'll be friends and family. Uh, who do know of different positions and go, oh, this is what it looks like. So our model is essentially, you know, we can be talking to you before before you get out or at least give you as much information about what it looks like, you know, what, what the different, probably debunk some of the, the myths that they might have heard or, you know, things like that. We can talk about pays and all that. But essentially, MacForce has got, say, 20 or 30 companies around Australia that we provide to. And if you look at us like a dating service, I guess, is a, is a good way to put it, not not what you're thinking, but, you know, an introductory service. So you will we'll find out where you want to go, what you want to do work-wise, and then you'll go and work via us for two or three months. So it's the old school way. High. We don't like to use that horrible, horrible wording, but essentially that's how we, that's how we do it. And then you'll go and work for them for, you know, three or four months. And if they offer you a full job, off you go, you know, we're happy for that to happen. So, but, but once we understand the individual, it's not just putting a shirt on someone, we'll know what direction you want to head and, you know, we'll get the best fit. Because at the moment we've got twenty companies just screaming out, you know, I need this, I need that. So we can essentially find out about the individual, what direction they want to head, maybe help them with some of the gap training, and then um, match them up with that that employer. So it might be someone, you know, you want you want to live at the Sunshine Coast, it might be a company around there, and we can suggest companies if we haven't got one, or it might be down in New South or Vic, or you know, Northern Territory. Whatever it is, we can sort of pinpoint your best fit, you know? So good. If it's, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and of course it's in your best interest to do that filtering and come up with that match or that fit. So that when you do reach out to one of those companies and you, and you give them a potential, you know, um, put a shirt on someone's back for a few months, which then may learn, you know, turn into a long, longer term employment if you're continually just kicking goals and just giving people quality, 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 they're going to continue to use your services. So it's a bit of a, it's a circle that keeps going around and help, helping it, you know, as opposed to if you just kept sending, you know, this term Kwambi after Kwambi after Kwambi, Cody, like people that are not performing, they'll be like, fuck MacForce. you don't, you're not filtering me properly. you like, you haven't, you haven't read
0: the brief. You've just done your HR degree. That's your HR degree <laughs> right there, right? It's not rocket science. And, and the person you employ, if they have a great experience with us and even if they don't work for us, when they do bump into another, you know, team member or a friend or a family, they go, hey, get, go and have a chat. So it's the same as that referral network that you spoke about with Axon, you know. Yeah. It's the same same thing.
1: And it's really good to know that you guys are national. Like, you know, we, we're national also.
0: I've, I've been
1: thinking about for ages that, you know, there should be – a little shop front out the front of Lavrak Barracks and out the front of Robertson Barracks and out the front of bloody Campbell Barracks down in 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 uh, um, Canberra or whatever that people can just walk out there and just go and talk to someone with an Axon shirt on. And I'm like, I just I love I love the central nature of having everyone here in Ax- Axon HQ. But and I, I guess you guys might might be similar. But the fact that you've done all the you know you've got um, you've got contacts, you've got networks, you've got people you can talk to, which provides a national service even though you're based o- over in WA.
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to, you don't, you don't have to be everywhere at once, you know. So it's a, it's a call like this. We can have someone in Queensland and we can interview them and you yeah. know jump on that way. Um, and a lot of the companies are large and they're national and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, just the volume of work, mate. The the inf- the, the government's spending something like 160 billion dollars on infrastructure projects to rebound out of COVID. So right. every every yeah. state's got their big allotment you know, in Queensland, they're they're building, you know, a whole heap on the, uh, you know, in regards to rail. Queensland has got the Olympics. Traditionally, that's 10 years of a construction boom leading into the Olympics. Started already, yep um let's take the gladi rocky area that's going to become a, a, a renewable resource hub of all of australia i think there's something like 40 to 60 billion dollars worth of work in that area mm. i know of i know of massive projects up around townsville that are you know 1200 kilometer um power lines out to mount isa now how do you, you know you know two billion dollar jobs are going to last for three years like awesome it's so 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 that foundational piece of working out where you want to live and what you want to do I'll keep harping back to that that's where it's at it's not just chasing chasing the money you really want to get that career in mind and Australia's you know yeah. your oyster in that regard you know um, awesome.
1: and another uh, observation of mine viewing this over the last few years is that that sector pays reasonably well also. Is that, is that probably a fair, state, fair statement? Yeah, it's
0: something like 30% higher than everywhere else. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. the the money in WA at the moment is absolutely ridiculous and central Queensland's getting that way. And more and more, oh, even Victoria, some of the you know massive, these massive highways and bridges and all that that are getting paid. Because it's essentially we're one big pool. We're twenty odd million people working everywhere. Everywhere's starting to step up. The pay's even more and more and more. But yeah, the ga- oil and gas and mining in particular, that sector. So you know, some of your listeners, you can you can stay on the east coast and you can work in WA. I've I've got vice versa happening. I've got people from Victoria going to you know Queensland vice versa, and on that FIFO roster. You know, it's got its drawbacks, you know, there's some challenges about being away from people and all that, but um, you earn a lot of money in a short space of time, and then you get the week off to go and pick up the kids and be involved in the local footy mm. club or, you know, go fishing down the creek or whatever it is you want to do. So there's some benefits that way, you know.
1: I spoke to a client just on Thursday last week who did two years with the FIFO, and then that project finished, and now he's living with his missus down at um, South Coast, down there now she's in the Navy. And now he said he's he actually prefers FIFO because now he's just getting smashed six days a week and he doesn't have that week off. Like he's just like it's fucking constant. Boom, 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 and he's not earning and he's not earning the same amount of coin. So it's like I'm actually I'm gonna finish up that project, take a few mats off and then go back doing FIFO stuff.
0: That is so, a pitfall, mate. That's yeah. a, working six days a week, and a lot of these big construction jobs are like that. You're getting home late. You're not having any quality time. You're walking in late. You've you've driven. You eat your food. You lay around. You go. Bang. You're up again at five. You know. Yeah. So there are some benefits of just being completely away, and then you come home and you got every day to do what you want. You know.
2: So,
1: yeah. Gold. Yeah. Um. Something else I want to dive into that you spoke about as well, which blew me away, is you were talking about um. Because you have people that come out of the, um, for one of a better term, p- penitentiary system. Like they've you know done something bad. They've done the crime, done the time, and then they come out and they're also sort of looking for a job. And were you saying to me before? There's a there's a few thousand ex-defense members that are currently locked up right now.
0: Yeah. So something with. Um been really passionate about and it's, it's, it's really in line with our values about sharing as much information as we can so the individual can, you know, live the life they deserve mm. is we've um, been going into prisons firstly all through WA and then, uh, you know, we've started to go through Queensland. I was in Victoria the other week. And basically we've got a whole program around it where we um, provide information while they're inside and we provide them all the tools for success outside. So we've, we've employed 130 um, ex, ex-offenders who have come out of incarceration and we've proven that this works. We've had five people go back to prison. So that's a recidivism rate that hasn't been seen in mm. any program in Australia. So through this, I'm speaking with... Um, some people involved in the Royal Commission to veteran Suicide, and um, you know, there's close to three thousand returned veterans in our prisons. So there's forty-seven thousand people incarcerated any particular day in Australia, and while some of them are, you know, vicious crimes, and I'm not, you know, and crimes that they need to be there's there's also some other crimes that probably shouldn't be locked up you know mm. there's a lot of car stuff and you know going down the wrong path with drugs and things like that so yeah unfortunately there's you know two and a half to three thousand um veterans in our prisons at any any given day and that's 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 a sad it's a sad fact yeah. um and it's true and it's true not having that direction i mean there's through many challenges and you know um you know a, maybe it's identifying some of the you know things that you experience when you're in the army and and the forces but it's certainly um not having that plan when you get out and you go through that drifting period and you know you're open to drugs and alcohol and going down a different path you know so yeah so i've bumped into quite a lot of people who have served our country and are in there and they're just wanting help and they're wanting direction and we're really um that's a really big place for us cody's Mm. been in prison with us and he enjoyed it we do expos with you know you know we've got a understanding with soldier on and things like that so we're doing that type of information sharing but yeah it's pretty staggering isn't it robbie yeah
1: mate, it is Uh, sort of you sort of
0: come from that high and direction and structure and all that and then you you, you're locked away and you're like wow what was that you know i'd got to say
1: and we sort of set off air quickly cody would you agree like obviously one taking one's life is the worst case scenario. That's that's game over for everyone. But fucking ended up in jail after signing a check to the government up to and including the value of your life when you want to, when you enlist. It just makes me sad. It's I'm it's just I'm, I'm, I only discovered that half an hour ago before we started talking. So, I mean, Cody, what? How long have you known about that? And what was your sort of initial reaction to it, bud?
2: Yeah, I couldn't believe uh, the numbers when I heard them either. Um, I think Squid came back with that. I think it was twelve months ago um when we come we're just getting into helping veterans out so very sad number but um that we're going to do our best to lower as much yeah. as we can for sure
1: what are they like when they when you go in there and, and talk to them you know anthony you've probably lead it off and then cody you're there as well go hey look you know i'm a veteran as well and yeah just what what are what are the veterans like when they're in when you when they're in prison listening to some of your sessions and and, and having some dialogue question q a whatever
0: yeah, they invariably find themselves at our sessions because you got to want a change to come to one of our sessions. So it's not open to everyone. It's you got to put your hand up. You got to, you know, it's post release and things like that. And oh, mate, there's there's definitely shame there. That's for sure. This um, one guy in the Central Queensland, um, you know, he's really worried about not having that structure you know, not having that structure of employment. And, you know, we've got accommodation issues in this country. Um, so you can have you can have skills, but if you haven't got accommodation and you haven't got someone who's going to back you in employment wise, then building a life and putting a roof over your head is a long way away, you know. So we've got to get those foundational pieces. But yeah, look, most of the guys who've who have served, they they're pretty straight up with you. They're like, yep, I've gone off the track. Um, you know, they've obviously been off the drugs or alcohol, or they've, you know, jail gives you that time to have a good piece of reflection and, you know, have, have a look about what direction you want to go. Mm. You know, we, we got no idea. You know, no. it's uh, really, you're, you're locked away from everything. So, um, yeah, they're, they're really keen to get a move on, but they're also, you know, okay with putting their hand up. Yeah. That's for sure.
1: What yeah. about, um, just out of interest, what about the, um, People that have done time in prison that come through, the, you know, the, the MacForce machine there that don't have a military background. It, do, you, do you meet some really, really good people and, and probably a couple of buffets along along the way? What's what's the sort of spread there, by yeah, the way? Yeah, it's really,
0: it's really interesting. We've been doing it for four years. We've um, done one-on-ones with thousands. We've presented to, you know, five or 10,000 or whatever it is, and we've employed a lot. And you can see some real patterns. Um, you see, probably, um, you know, a third of the people have got no direction whatsoever. All they've done is crime. They've come from really bad, you know, really challenged backgrounds that have sort of led to that, you know, often come out of juvenile and, and sort of that's all they know. And, and they're sick of it. Like, generally, by the time they get to us, many of them are sick of it, but they just want direction. And then you get guys who have done a whole bunch of stuff, and you know, whether it's military or or they've gone and you know been a concreter for five years or whatever it is, and they just need a little they just need a little bit of training to sort of get back in. Um, and the other third are highly skilled. And I've had electrical instrumentation technicians, plumbers, guys who own businesses, project managers, you name it, mate. And because it's a snapshot of society, isn't it? Some Mm. of us make stupid decisions, yeah. I've made heaps, right? Everybody listening, put and, your hand up. <laughs> yeah, put your hand up. Come on. We all know someone who probably should be in jail and you're lucky that you haven't. That time you drove drunk or you you took something that you shouldn't have. So, you know, we go in with that sort of um, open open, uh, open arms just where we just deal with the person one-on-one. No judgment. So, you're just there yeah, to help. Yeah, and he's got – mate and these guys who need extra work i'm not sitting that there's illusion that they're all just ready to walk off the thing but we we essentially you know deal with the people right at the top of the pyramid who are really keen to reintegrate back into society right. and the, the roll on effect from that is it's not just for the individual the society the whole family group you got the kids in the in the family network are looking up and not watching mum or dad re-offend and go back into jail it's Pretty powerful stuff. It's
1: and what about brilliant. again, just out of interest, I'm being very naive here. Do you have to disclose to the employers that you're putting these poop that putting these um, potential employees together, they go, hey, look, you know, this guy's just bloody done six months buying bars, think?
0: Yeah. The the old way, the old way of doing it, and we go in there and say it as it is, is that the old way when you when you had a criminal pass, you're just like, oh, don't talk about it. Go and get a go and get a job with a mate around the corner and um <clears throat> we are really open about it. So we get them to get their national police record. So we're dealing with the person who they are now, not what they've done in the past. So we fully disclose. That's a real common question because I spend most of my days talking with companies about breaking down the stigma of employing those who have been found themselves incarcerated because yep. that's essentially what it is. Yep. If we don't have employers who are willing to give people a second chance, we're not going to progress, are we? We're, we're, we're not getting anywhere as a society. So yeah that's yeah we fully disclose he's a 35 year old guy he's done drugs and he had some crime these are the crimes he's done there's a piece of paper that shows you he's really keen to work for a company like you he wants to you know get going here's the training he's done and we're going to support him we're going to provide that wraparound support which is essential it's not just putting a shirt on someone and um you know Five days out of getting out of jail, hoping that it's all going to work out. We're, we're not like that. We do the full wraparound through care employment, it's called.
1: Cool. Yeah, again, that filtering and that care. And generally, do you find the employers are, like, do they trust your judgment? Do they know if they've been through the MacForce machine that they, they're they not still going to be, you know, the likelihood of them going onto their job site and, and, you know, doing something untoward is a lot lower if, if you know. If, yeah, absolutely,
0: mate. If, if, yep. if Anthony yep. said they're good to go, they should be okay? Yeah, absolutely, and it comes back to talking to them before they get out of prison. Get out of prison, as, as, and setting that process in motion. It, it, it's it's a whole process. Once again, if you just grab them and go, "Oh, you good, mate," uh, someone will tell you whatever they want to hear or whatever they think you want to hear. You know, of course. so y- yeah, we've got companies put it this way who just want ex-offenders because they're not the whinging, overprivileged pricks that are getting around everywhere. Oh, you know that's a I'm good
1: saying. point. Yes, yes. And,
0: let, let's let's go back to veterans. Uh, like I said before, people just want people to rock up, yep. don't talk shit, and work hard. It's, yep. it, it actually hasn't changed. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. so we, we, we've yeah, definitely, mate. We've had like I say, um, it's it's. You know we've had five people go back to jail out of hundred and thirty. There's a recidivism rate in, in Australia that's close to 50%. So what that means is when you come out of prison in the first two years, you're 50% likely to go so, back in. Yeah. Well ours ours sits at about three percent. Three percent. Yeah you know, shit. That's yeah, mate, amazing. And 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 government and that are taking notice. So it's something we're proud of, but it's it's a found it's really um uh, straightforward stuff just giving the information and helping people to sort of um get into the industry and get working as soon as they can
1: mate know, so. it's so good what's the next um what's the next steps for, for you guys what what's next on the horizon for max mac, mac it's like five years down the track mate where, where do you see yourselves
0: um, in that space that we were just talking about then, we really want to solidify, solidify ourselves yeah. as the, the the leader in that. We're already doing that. In, are there, in there a many way other
1: directly competing firms, I should have asked? Are you, or are you guys a bit of a Bunnings in your own space?
0: A little bit. I, th- I think we're leading edge because we come from industry. There's people doing great things in every state. There's there's companies who are employing people out of incarceration. Um, no, I, I, I guess we've done it to a, a big big stage and also what we offer you know going into prisons no one's kind of doing that in australia um so we'll keep doing that we really want to you know um we'd love to do that similar type of thing in townsville and canberra and you know really saddle up with right management a lot more um and break into that space but yeah maybe a few offices over next to side by side to Axon on the Goldie, <laughs> and then it's all good mate and you hanging out more yes <laughs>
1: mate it'd be great has um Cody, has Defence reached out to you guys to maybe come and join on some of the transition seminars? Do you think that might be another logical step?
2: It's something we've looked into um, in the past due to COVID. I think they've kind of holding all the transition sure. seminars um, online, but yeah. something we're definitely looking into in the future.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just, thinking, I'm we, just we, listening we hold, to um, you guys now. I just I've I know it in my heart. There's so many people that sh- ne- need to get this stuff under under their belt. Like I even feel better listening talk listening to you now. <laughs> if I was in su- that shoes, I'm like, all right, I am going to get a job. I, there is, is going to be some filtering. Yeah, there's going to be yeah. some people that care about me. You know if yeah. Obviously nothing comes easy and nothing comes for free. Um, you know, I I e there needs to be some effort and dedication placed, you know, towards your your own separation and then finding a new job and being that being that, that new person. But it's just so good to know that there's a business out there like this like yours that cares so much.
0: Yeah, mate. We we really want to get into Townsville and start giving this information. We got so much we haven't even started, we got so much one on one training advice that we can give. You know so yeah that's where we want to head for sure and that's where cody will continue to flourish and you know we're starting to do expos that are you know with soldier on and some companies like that but um yeah it's a space that we want to get you know like, like say you've already identified it. it's yeah. just it's just knowing
1: mate we're going to the soldier on uh gala ball here in brizzy in late late october
0: oh It'll right be something awesome. you can try
1: and get yourself get, your, get yourself yeah yeah
0: should try to 20 20 <laughs>
1: Twenty <laughs> fourth <24th> or twenty eighth <28th laughs> of October? Yeah, twenty eighth of October. I think it is, mate. So you get get in touch awesome. with uh, whoever your point of contact is there, and buddy, yeah, yeah come, over and come over and say good day. Um, that'd yeah, be good. Awesome. Um, what else do I want to know? Let's talk about business for a second, um, Anthony. What what would you say? What would you say to a younger? So th- what, what would you say to yourself that's just starting out, Macforce? You like you don't you don't want to work work for the man anymore? You want to work for this man, your man, the man. What's sort of some of the, uh, the the business lessons that you've um, that you've gone through over the last few years that you you wish you had known at the start?
0: Oh, mate, mate, yeah, it's um, go and watch Simon Sinek.
1: Yep, tracking TED
0: Talk. Yes, TED Talk called um, Know Your Why. Yes. Because when things get tough and it's I'm starting to do this in prison and to people who we talk with is because once you know why you're doing something and your connection to it and, you know, it doesn't have to be the end result. This business that you're about to start doesn't necessarily have to be the thing, but you've got to have a deep, deep connection to it as to why you're doing it, you know, whether it be to create something for yourself or for your family or whatever it looks like because it will get tough. And then... Um, and then it's being a, a real gladiator about it, I guess. Mm. Is it, is it, I've, I've done a fair bit of Tony Robbins, and, and he really drilled that into us, was, you know, the stats say you're going to fail. There you go. The likelihood, is the, yeah. yeah. the harsh truth is that you're going to fail. So if you you don't dip your toe into it, so if you think oh, I'll give it a bit of a go, you're gonna get burnt, and you're gonna get run over. Oh, so yeah. don't do that. Really connect to your why, find out whatever it is, and then go for it. And guess what? You're gonna stuff it up. So get over it. Yeah. Because I've stuffed <laughs> up that much shit, I tell you. So but but from that, then you learn. It's only dumb if you get if you run into the same thing again, you know? So yep. Yeah, just that. Just mm. that. Connect your wire, be tough about it, and learn from your mistakes because they're going to come. And it doesn't reflect in you. It doesn't mean you're a poor person or it's never going to – you've just got to extract yourself from it and go, okay, what – oh, I did that. Wow. Okay.
1: It's critical, mate. It's, if it was so easy, that's what I say to everyone. Like if you, if you were taught how to use the property asset class and knew every single step about building a property portfolio, you wouldn't be sitting here talking to me. If everyone nah. was perfect at being in being in business, there'd never be anyone that fails. But it's the, yep. it's the opposite, yep. you know. And Cody, I, yep. I I I know in my heart, mate, that you must be just loving sitting next to Anthony. There, he's a, no doubt a tremendous mentor to you, and you know someone who's passionate and switched on and experienced, and providing you that sort of guidance and, and mentorship along along the way. There, you two are going to be an amazing bloody business owner, a business partner, or you know, senior executive one day. Like, do you know that's coming your way, mate?
2: Ah. Uh. It's something I'm working towards, but it's exciting working towards it together um, with Mac Force yeah. and the team. Um, Anthony's family involved, so yeah. you know if we all work together, we can all get there. <laughs> we, we've
1: got to have our mentors, don't we, Anthony? Like I, I listen, I listen to Simon a fair bit. I don't, I don't connect with Tony Robbins. I, I don't know whether it's his really gruff voice or not, but I, I like, I like his messages, but I, it just doesn't. It doesn't rock me yeah. for some reason. Yeah. And, and there's loads of other people you know, th- th- that are out there. So um, you've, you yeah. know, you've got to be follow- following someone and, and absolutely listen to it. You know, People that start a business that think they're going to have more time and more flexibility and more money, they've got a fucking way rude shock coming. Sure, mm-hmm. when you do crack the code, you start to get a little bit more time and a little bit more freedom and a little bit more money in the bank. <laughs> but that doesn't come easy or quickly, does it, mate?
0: Nah. No, it's not that <laughs> Facebook post where they've got the laptop between their legs and you know there's a palm beach in the background. But yeah, that, that was the other thing I was going to touch on. Men, Please. Just getting a good getting a good mentor. Mm. And 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 be be prepared to use that mentor until you go, oh actually I'm not learning anything off that one now. Um I'm okay for a bit because there's all these stages in business and it never ends right through to the Richard Branson at the far end, you know, so, and even he's probably talking to mentors and, you know, coaches and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just to definitely, definitely get, get those people around you, get the right people around you to provide you that information. I
1: read this book really. It's um, I think Simon said read it as well. It's called the infinite game. You yeah, don't get to the end yeah. of business and you declare the winner. <laughs> the, aim <of> business, <laughs> the aim of business is to still be in business and being able to provide those services and provide that care and help that, help that next person, help that next person who's only just joined the military, who's unfortunately going to get out and find himself in prison, who's going to want a job one day. And that yeah. might be 15 years away. You know, that's, that, yep. that's the people that we, you know, that's why uh, we've, uh, we've, we've started our own bloody TikTok channel. Not that I'm some, not that I'm some TikTok star. Far from it. But at me as Axon, like we want to be able to attract and reach out to those younger people, because starting as young as you can and getting your head in the game. And that's why Cody, I love sitting here. You know, seeing you sitting here next to, next to uh, Anthony because you're so young, mate. And you just you're gonna lay lay that platform to have a freaking amazing life. So yeah,
0: definitely keep those sort of mentors. No, it de- under your it belt. definitely is and it stems back to his why is which we alluded to when he first got out was he wanted to help people bridge that gap. So he doesn't know it yet, but he's gonna be presenting in Townsville and Canberra pretty soon. So good on you, mate. How does
1: that how does that make you feel?
0: I think I think <laughs> oh, he just,
1: he just found that out for the first time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the way we That's the way things are heading. But he, he, yeah, he knows that we've uh, we're doing stuff differently, and anything's possible. Eh? So, yeah, yeah,
1: so yeah. good. How does someone? How does someone get in touch with you? Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, just on our website, we've made it pretty easy. So it's just www.macforce.com, and there you can you can register and you can reach out to us, um, and you know upload upload some documents. If you're dealing, if right management, who um, you know. Appears to hold the contract over everyone who's leaving, um, you know, following their process, but certainly reaching out to us via our website and say, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about leaving. You know, keen to have a chat with Cody. That would be a great starting point, huh? Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: Perfect. Yep. Well, for me, I think it's a bloody no-brainer. You know, we're gonna we're gonna bang the drum on this. We're gonna put it out. We're gonna, it's gonna go across to all of our channels. You know, everyone who is out and not satisfied with their job or in and they know they're going to get out one day and they want to be able to find a job you know and and I actually loved it if I go back a second Anthony in my mind I thought it was like purely resource and mining sector but it's not it's the construction boom it's all those other jobs that go into yeah. building the railways, building the roads, building the tunnels, building all that other stuff that Australia now needs to sort of yep. um, you know uh, rebound back out of the COVID stuff. So it's not just about going over WA and living in an underground mine for seven no, days. No, no, it's no, there's so no. many other awesome jobs out there that can, that can be done.
0: Yeah, it's logistics. When everything's booming like that, it's logistics. It's it's such a wide range. We we don't deal with health and and we're not you know shops and you know um, a lot of uh, what's what's the word. Hospitality, sure. but yeah, it's a big section like that that we can give you some advice around. Um, if you know, don't work for us, we're, it's not about that, it's about you know getting the training you need to get with the employers that are around you so this isn't a small boom that australia is going you know it's not five years it's not six years so it's mm. it's 20 or 30 years it's you know we're getting into renewable resources which thank god we are to yeah. you know look after this great country. so there's things that are only just kicking off that have got 20 or 30 years you yeah.
1: know. so good fellas go, so. I, awesome, love, I love the work you're doing. I really, really do. Keep do, keep doing amazing things. Keep helding, hel, helping those people that want to get their ass out of jail and find a job. And most importantly, of course, Cody, keep doing you know, great things with helping those young soldiers, sailors, and airmen that want to get out of the military and not be left hanging. You know, I'll, I'll use this little analogy. My monkey swinging through the through the vines. You don't want to let go of both vines at the same time. You will find yourself on your ass. You know, you won't have a purpose and you won't have a bloody house over your head. And we know the spiral from there. Fellas, thanks so go much for crew. being on Access. Axlon's unleashed. I bloody loved having you on here. Take it easy. Have a great Thanks day. A
0: lot.